Alrighty, okay. Can this thing even hear me? Can this thing hear me? I'm gonna assume it can. Alright. So, what's going on, everybody? Uh, it's Chief Chuck. I'm in my closet right now. Sister's closet. And, but to start this show, every legend begins somewhere. So, I got a list of stuff I want to talk about. Um, I started this thing basically because I talk so much that nobody who could listen could bother to hear me listen to Drone On all day. So I figured why not just throw it out there. And it'd be way easier than journaling because my handwriting is complete garbage, basura, trash, horrendous, awful. Think you get the point. Alright, now here we go. This is the beginning. Every legend begins somewhere. Alright, now the first thing I want to talk about was the eternal contradiction that is my stance on motivation. The first thing that I want to talk about, I've been listening to a lot of motivation stuff lately. Safe to say you could call me a self-help junkie. And the what's crazy is I love the stuff. I get pumped up every day I listen to it. And whenever I don't listen to it, it's like I didn't take a shower. You just feel off. You don't feel right. Everything's the same, but it's really not. Because in your mind, you know something ain't right. So on one hand, I'm hearing all this stuff like, oh, you got to get the internal to the external. And you can't see it before you believe it. You got to believe it before you, you see it. I'm like, yeah, man, I feel you. I feel you. I'm on that. I get puffed up, and then, and then this little, little Kermit doors, the dark Kermit in my head is just like, yo, check this out. Most people that are in terrible positions are going to stay that way in life. So once you hear that, you're like, okay, you got two trains of thought. You got the people who are like, yeah, they're going to stay that way because. Everyone around there is in the scarcity mindset, and they stay in the scarcity mindset. And the people get out, the people around the people, the growth mindset. And it's all about the mindset. And people be like, nah, you're hungry. You got to find a way to eat. You got to find a way to eat when you're hungry. And who could disagree with that? It, You know, so um, <clears throat> to put it simple... There are a lot of people in situations that no amount of motivation can get them out of. I'm not one of those people, but I'm empathetic. So the way I put it to myself so I can sleep at night is, this stuff can apply to me, and I throw out what doesn't apply to me, and I just don't put it on anyone else. So if I see someone else in a bad situation, I'm not going to be like, oh, you just didn't have the right mindset, the right love. I'm just going to assume that's your life. I'm not going to assume you had the wrong mindset or anything. It's just going to be you. And your life. <clears throat> and you can just do whatever you want to do from there. It's not really my problem to say whether or not you did it right or not. But the problem is I keep flipping between this mindset every single time. I want to stay at this conclusion, but I really can't. So I'm not really sure what to think about it. So y'all tell me what you think about it. 
You think every situation can be risen above? Because there are people that are in worse situations than me that have risen above it. Like, way worse. And a lot of people, they just succumb to it. You know? People have killed themselves for situations that some people just trade through like it's nothing. So are those people strong? Are those other people weak? Or I don't even know, man. It's a lot to think about. I had to start it off heavy because I had to get it off my mind. Um, Alright, cool. That's the first segment. The second second idea I had was my, my last dream. Switching gears a little bit. I just... I can't remember my last dream. I wanted to keep it on record. Um, what even was my last dream? The last dream I had was a big fight. I think it was all about to fight Jaden. No, no, no. It was a battle royale of a bunch of celebrities. And a couple of cartoon characters, but they're all in a real-life setting. So picture like a... I don't know if y'all know the Ultimate Showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Looked it up on YouTube. It was fire. But I was in there. And I just thrown into this battle. And I was beside Jaden Smith. And I was like, yo, Jaden, why are we here right now? And then Jaden said, listen, don't even worry about that. We got a word. I mean, we got a fight to... He said something iconic or corny, depending on how you see Jaden Smith. He said, we got a fight to... We got a battle to fight or a world to save or something like that. You know how heroes be talking. So, I think that was the last dream because I kind of woke up. I wasn't really with the fight and stuff. And now, next topic, we get into my origin story. Alright, so my origin story was, uh, I grew up in the middle of nowhere in South Carolina. Um... Born and raised Nigerian-American. You know, parents are from Nigeria. I'm from here, which is here in South Carolina. Currently experiencing a hurricane. Anyone affected by the hurricane, stay strong. Stay safe. And preferably, stay inside. So, decided to give a quick shout-out. Um, my upbringing was pretty nice. It was sheltered and middle class. Um... Nerdy didn't really make a whole lot. Actually, I could make a whole, I could make a whole episode out of my origin story. And I like how people say origin stories after they get big. So I'd rather save the rest of this after I get big. So we'll make it when I get a hundred subs, or whatever milestone I pick in my head that sounds cool, then I'll do it. But until then, I think I'm good. So that's all you're gonna get from the origin story from me. I'm going to save the rest for later. You know. Got to keep them on their toes. Always one or more. Next section. Uh, oh, on the road, less travel. That's a good question. So lately, I've been thinking about about a lot of things. If you go on, you'll see... A, you. The thing about YouTube is... It's really like its own matrix. So you can see what you want to see. Our, this is kind of unrelated. But with the whole apocalypse, people were complaining about how this right-wing stuff was being promoted or whatever. It ain't really promoted unless you search for it. You know, and if you search for it, it's already on your mind. So ain't nobody really convincing you either way. I can't remember who said it or where, and it's hard to cite in a podcast, but I'll put it in the show notes if I remember. But it was like, the numbers behind, the, okay, I'm going to put it very simple, because I'm trying to think of the whole thing. I'm just got to put it simple. That's who I am. It costs less to reinforce what someone already knows. 
than to try and change their opinion. So the idea of like a few head honchos, like a small select group of people just changing the whole world's opinion is highly unlikely. This was a big realization to me because I was always a big conspiracy theorist kind of guy. I always thought it was just a small group of people running everything. Somebody can get rid of them. We'll be in a better place. I got off of that. I can finish that story if y'all want, but uh, hit me up if you want me to. I don't, I don't know about that. That's a long, long, long story. Um, what's the next one I wanted to get into? Oh wait, no, I hadn't finished that segment. Crap. Okay, the world that's travel. You see a whole lot of stuff on YouTube. <laughs> so I'll be like Joe Budden, always forgetting. You see a lot of stuff on YouTube. They be talking about. They be talking about drop out of college, start your business or do your thing, and then jump off the plane and then make the parachute while you're in the air. But then you realize you can't breathe, and then, you know, you probably, like, die and get seriously injured, so that's probably not a good idea. On the other hand, you go ahead, you go to college, you get all this debt. Then you kind of you kind of saddle because you just be sitting there you like running in place, you know, and it's kind of hard to get anywhere. Depending on obviously depends on what degree you get, who you know, blase blase. But I was just using college as an example for common and less common. And I think these statistics are kind of worthless because even though college graduates do better overall, I don't think it's necessarily because of the colleges, because of the kind of people that college attracts. In the same way that Harvard probably isn't that great of an institution. I'm sure it's a good institution. I never know. I've never been. I think it's only as good as the people that it attracts because it's essentially a social club for the elite. I can't remember where I ripped that off from, but it sounded so good. So I, I took it. It's probably off Reddit or something. I don't even know. All right. So, yeah, that's the only thing about the road less travel is you can't see ahead on, on the fork of the road all the time can't see where both roads lead just kind of cross your fingers and as uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says you just kind of got to know yourself and roll with it sorry I don't know I don't know how you'd be wrong with it uh next segment let's see here um yeah I was talking to my friends at pizza Hut a few months ago we had this big debate because I was saying me personally I felt like there was no bad words and my homie was like of course there's bad words and you know I'm not really going to say him on here for obvious reasons. But, uh, I can't remember how I was going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, my my argument was very simple. I was just like, the only reason these words are considered bad is because somebody decided it was bad. There's nothing really, most of them, there's nothing really bad about the words themselves. And they had a prior meaning to the new connotation that is bad. Or they have a relation to something that's a taboo in society. So, my linchpin that I felt like wasn't my strongest argument was that, hold on, I felt dizzy for a minute. Alright, the strongest argument I had was that the most hurtful things ever said to me were not, did not include any bad words in it, or the things that made me feel the worst. And I feel like most people would agree with that. His best argument was that, oh, if you want, you can, uh... What was it? Yeah, he said if the word is bad, it's bad for a reason. 
and it can really water down the content of a message and you should just kind of roll with it because if you're really that intent on not using like bad words and stuff they got synonyms and you can just use the synonym people understand what you mean it's not appropriate for kids and such and such and such so I don't know where I was going with that story either it was pretty I don't know some things are just better in the moment I mean I don't know how to explain it it was very heated and now I'm just sitting here in the closet all dizzy anyway next segment I expected these to be so much longer. <laughs> these people will be doing these two or three hour podcasts, man. Their butts have got to hurt. They don't even be stretching. Um, I'm actually gonna take a quick stretch break because I don't know how to. I don't know how to pause this thing. <laughs> it's important to you know keep your body in good shape. All right, so. Uh, Let's see. This video is sponsored by My Will to Live and Prosper. To go beyond the means of uh, what you set out for yourself. So, let this sponsored message tell you just get out there and do something you don't think you can do. Or at least try to. Because, you know, it's better to try and to fail and to know than to not try and to not know and think you know. And You know what I mean. Anyway, that's the end of the sponsored message. Next. Ooh, 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 that's a good one. Paranoia in the digital age. <sighs> okay. Man. Apple versus Android. My mom recently just got an Apple phone. And I had a big debate with my friends because I'm a very big technology enthusiast about Apple versus Android. And I boiled it down to... It really, at this point, it really all depends on the ecosystem. Of course, Android is always going to be more powerful. But of course, you do have that Android lag that even they did try to fix because of the fragmentation of the operating system, which essentially means that everybody's not on the same page. So certain updates you don't get unless you have a Google Pixel, you're not going to get the update. But uh, oh, excuse me, man, farting in the closet, something else. <laughs> Dang. Oh man, hold on, hold on. All right, now. Or was I? Crap, I completely forgot where I was going. Yeah. Whenever I had, uh, there was a point in time me and my mom switched phones. And she had an iPhone, I had an Android. So we had switched, she had the Android. Uh, Galaxy S5, to be specific. And I had the iPhone 5. I hated the iPhone 5. Because there were a lot of customization things that I like to do. Just for the sake of being able to do it. And there was a lot of things, because my mom has a phone for simplicity. Call, text, check up on social media. For me, call, text, check up on social media, uh, Reddit, research, money, uh, selling, education. I mean, there's just, I can't even name all the things I be doing on my phone these days. You know, it's just, it's just a ridiculous amount of stuff. So I tried to do all my stuff. It was just a pain to get it to get for me to get what I wanted to get done because everything seemed to require an extension. You know, there's just not a whole lot there's not a whole lot of wiggle room. Like these days jailbreaking an iPhone is like why would you do that? But like rooting an Android phone still kinda has its own practical uh still kinda has its own viability because at the end of the day it's like when you get an Android phone you kinda get the bloatware 
you get you get hit with three waves of spyware, which plays onto the paranoia of the digital age that uh, causes me, right? Google, everything about Google is to amass as much data as they can on you. And then they sell that data. That's why all the sources, the sources. <sighs> Let me get this right. I'm only doing one take. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not about to be stopping and going and stopping and going. All their services are free for this exact reason. So it's kind of stalkerish because then you realize they have an essential catalog of your existence. Like if you're somebody like my age, you know, that's kind of like the step below millennials. Your whole life is recorded digitally. Not only by Google, but then the service provider like Verizon puts their crap in that tracks you. Then for me, it's Samsung, depending on whoever you got. They put their own proprietary nonsense that tracks you. So unless you have... The technological skill to disable these things, whether it be the settings, or you root the phone, or, or actually, if you have a new latest Android, you can just use permissions, and you know you can do your thing. But some people don't even trust the permissions, and that's a whole other conversation. So what I didn't like is like for me, if I'm in school, uh, oh, one thing I didn't like was that it's impossible to opt out or pay out of not being tracked unless you have an Apple phone. Which to me is the best thing for most people because they don't have to worry about their own privacy. They just have to pay that premium and they still do everything they need to be doing. Because history has shown me that uh, privacy, well and the rest of us, that, you know, simplicity is really key. No one really cares too much. Not that people don't care about privacy, but they don't understand it well enough to give it the respect it deserves. So what I mean by that is... People don't buy Apple products because they think necessarily Apple won't spy on them. They just know it's a premium product. It's going to work. If they had Apple phones have been marketed as these private machines and then they didn't, they weren't as convenient as Android, it wouldn't necessarily work out the same way. Sales wouldn't be as crazy and they wouldn't be the trillion dollar. Co- I mean, I can't even imagine that many zeros in my head. Could you? I want y'all to just take a second. I'm going to just take a second. Just think about, before I embarrass myself, just think about a trillion dollars. Look it up. I don't know how many zeros it is. Just think about how, I just got to text my bad. Just think about how many zeros is in a trillion. And, oh my goodness. Okay, let's do a little quick thought experiment. I live in the United States. The United States has... For the top one, the bottom of the top one percent of earners is four hundred thousand a year. Again, from Gary Vaynerchuk. As you can tell, I'm a big fan. But the bottom of the top one percent earners in the wealthiest country in the world is four hundred thousand a year. But <laughs> the top, the most valuable company is worth a trillion, right? The average wage, if I remember correctly, is like 50000 50000 a year. Just let that sink in for a second. And that's all I got to say about that because that, that kind of gives me a headache just thinking about it. All right. So, essentially, what Apple does, it gives people security with the ease of use that technology requires because not everybody grew up with technology like me or just in their free time, spends uh, six hours with their friends trying to build a server, <laughs> which we still didn't even manage to build. We, 
I ended up getting Ubuntu server on my old laptop, and that junk, <laughs> it still ain't no server. Because <laughs> my friend was trying to do it uh, through the, what's that thing called? Command line, or, or the terminal, or whatever. And the commands, we looked up a guy, that junk did not work. We found out it was outdated for the wrong version, so we get the updated version. That junk still doesn't work. I was just like, okay, you know what? We're going to build the rest of this server tomorrow. So essentially, all we did was... We flashed the new operating system on, ran a few commands, updated it, and that's it. Which, depending on your level of technical skill, that sounds, you have no idea what I'm talking about, or you're like, wow, that's all you did, you're an idiot. So that's why I feel like technical education in this country has just got to, well, around the world, really, has got to increase moving forward. There's going to be a lot of uh, unhappy, displaced people in this world. And really, that's just not what we need right now. What we need is a bunch of happy people doing what they like to do. Next episode, I'm going to talk about AI, which is going to be something new. I want to talk about it now, but I don't know anything. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna do some research. And then I'm going to go ahead and I'm gonna have my opinions. Because the paranoid person in me just wants to jump out the window right now and just be like, Oh my God, we're all screwed. Robots going to kill us. I mean, if I had to bet money on robots or humans, I, I prefer robots. I think they're much better at judgment. Because people, the problem I have with people is we can know what to do, how to do it, when to do it, and just not feel like doing it, and then not do it. You know what I'm saying? My vending machine, I'd never go into a vending machine, it just didn't feel like putting it out. So, that's how I feel about that. But, like I said, I'm going to go in more detail next time. So, back to what I was saying about Apple, right? This trillion dollar company. You have the privacy that you need, and and they they did this genius marketing. I don't know if it, if I attribute that to Steve Jobs or whoever, to where you essentially pay a premium for a less powerful product just to show it off to people. And that was a lot of peas right there. <laughs> yeah, I just had to do that. All right. Um, which is nothing wrong with that. Um, personally, I don't really care for social status that much because I never really had that much of it anyway, so <laughs> I think it must have changed now. Um, let's see. Let's see. Where was I? I think that's the end of that segment. Yeah, so essentially you pay less for the Google phones, but they be spying on you like crazy. So and it, and it, sometimes, you know, there's a lot of inconveniences and you, there's certain things you just have to know the workarounds to. Because at this point, it's not that much more inconvenient if you know what you're doing. But if you... I don't know how to say this. It boils down to the ecosystem. I'm going to put it like that. If you have more Android apps, or if all your friends that got Android, or if all your friends got Apple, you're probably going to get an Apple at this point. It's not really that big of a difference to say one's definitive. Now, if you give me a specific use case, I can tell you which one's better. Easily. But, uh... Just like... Definitively, there's going to have to be some bigger innovations for me to see. So, let's see. Let's move into my next topic. Free time is not free. Um, I just thought about it. I was sitting down. I was just like, a lot of these things, like the person who discovered, a, a good anecdote I'm going to start off with. The person who discovered penicillin was like studying something in the lab, and he left some culture in a petri dish for too long when he went on vacation came back and it was penicillin so 
that was actually horrible. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm actually world renowned. Well, state renowned. Well, city renowned amongst my friends that I have terrible analogies, and I didn't realize how terrible that analogy was until I just looked back on it. <laughs> that was an awful analogy. So basically, what was I getting at? Basically, what you're doing in your free time can, can really determine how free you are as a person. Because uh, one another thing, another thing from Gary Vaynerchuk again. If you spend most of your time, like let's say, let's say uh, plumbing is the most paid profession, right? And it pays five hundred thousand a year. But my DNA or my skill set leans more towards. Uh, let me think of something like, uh, what programming, let's just go with programming, right? So programming only pays 50,000 on average, but I don't want to do that. Even though I like it the most, the person who's going to be the best plumber, barring like talent and stuff like that and positioning is going to be the person that spends the most time plumbing. You're probably not going to spend any more time plumbing than you have to if you don't enjoy the act of plumbing. So you probably would have at least been in a happier position. You might have still made more as a plumber. The quality of life overall isn't as good because you hate every minute of your life. As opposed to learning new things as a programmer. And the beautiful thing is. If you have a brain like mine. My brain loves things that are very simple to digest. But are harder as you think about it. So, for me, my brain loves splitting things with dichotomies, and I always got to bring it back. I'm like, it's not a matter of passion versus money. It's like we can do both. We can make our money, do our passion on the side. I don't have to go broke or, like, starve or be homeless to do what I want to do, you know. So, the moral of this whole rant, that incoherent babbling, was just do what you feel like doing in your free time. And don't just be sitting there like I've just been doing for the past nine hours. Watching YouTube. Listening to freaking... Listening to people that are doing what you want to do. Because you're vicariously... You get the feeling that you're doing what you want to do. But really not doing what you want to do. You're just watching people do what they want to do. So, you know, it's pretty... It's pretty meta though when you think about it. I mean... It's not too bad of an idea. Uh, the last thing I thought I wanted to talk about was the two-week notice to getting fired. You know, I was, I'm about to put in, I was thinking of putting a two-week notice in one of my jobs recently, and I just thought about it. I told myself, I said, self, why is it that I put in a two-week notice to a company, right? And what I do is menial labor, so it's really ain't nothing special. Why is it that companies get a two-week notice, and that's the standard? But people don't get a two-week notice before you get fired. So you're probably thinking, okay, if somebody trashed, they got to go immediately. Like that two weeks could cost the company money. But on the other hand, (sighs) that person ain't got to work the two weeks. You could just pay him for the two weeks just to get out. And the reason why I say this is for menial labor jobs, like let's say you're just bagging groceries. You can't be out here like... It's not always that easy for you to find a job that quick if you get fired on the spot. 
But conversely, for the employer, it can be pretty easy. Like you could have somebody doing that same thing in a week. And no one will know the difference. So it really doesn't even affect the company that much. That's just one thing I was thinking about. So, But I'll, I guess you could say like with employment, unemployment kind of solves that issue. But not everybody qualifies for unemployment. And I just don't like that it's not a standard. I was just looking at my, I was just looking at my arm right now, and I realized that when I was playing Smash, my fingernails were so long. So I'm about to cut my fingernails after this. I cut my uh, arm like through the skin. I'm I'm looking at the the pink part of the skin. It's not even what my skin's supposed to be looking at. The skin just looked pink, and it got cut kind of deep because I got pissed playing Smash Bros. And I was just like, man. I'm playing a fighting game, and I hurt myself playing a fighting game. You got to be some type of uh, interesting person to hurt yourself playing a fighting game. Now, I don't even know how to explain this scratch if I give it to anybody. Because I don't even really know how I, how I scratch myself like that. I, I never cut myself in my life. Well, I didn't really cut myself. I'm more so scratched. A little fingernail, but... Man, that, that hurt. <laughs> People who cut yourself got some crazy pain tolerances. That was... That was some painful stuff. <laughs> that was something painful, let me tell you. It was so, so painful. I was really trying not to think about it. And you know, um, on that, I think to round this whole thing out, I just want to say I'm probably going to try to do this every single day because I want to just get some ideas out of my head. Um, it's probably going to be more polished and less just kind of blank pauses but you know this is just the first thing it's important to fail as fast as possible i really want this to be over 30 minutes stay hydrated everybody have a good one bye